question, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes. All right. Assalamu alaikum. Peace and blessings. Thanks for joining us for another episode of It's Go Time with the team here at Go Real Estate Group. This is Muhammad Musa again. To my right, we have Ahmed Umar. To my left, we have Willy Jabir. And we have our very, very special guest joining us, new UFC soon to be champion. Abdul our brother. Kareem Salawadi. Alhamdulillah. How are you, Abdul Kareem? Alhamdulillah. Doing great. Everything's good. going good right now. I know the last couple of weeks have been uh, a whirlwind. What's the best way to describe it? I mean, alhamdulillah, man, just trying to soak everything in. Um, that didn't take too long because I just went back to work. And that's usually the way I am. Just you look forward so much to a certain moment. And as soon as you get it, a few days later, you're like, okay, what's next? So alhamdulillah, just been back to training, back to work. Uh, but at the same time, I could tell you that it's been uh, life changing. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's just a pleasure having you, Abdul Karim. I think uh, you you segued straight into life changing. You want to know how has your life changed since Dana White <laughs> gave you the contract? Yeah, um, I mean, this is the moment I've always been waiting for. Like, I've trained so much. I've worked so hard to be in this position. And then now, to be in this position, I have to work even harder to prove that this is where I belong. And the things that I've been saying for the last years about I could beat this guy, you know, the UFC is where I belong. And so now just getting here is the first accomplishment. But proving that I belong here by gr getting up the ranks, you know, like my goals are set into like winning my first UFC fight, getting into the top 15, top 10, top five championship. You know, some other fun stuff along the way, like, you know, getting into the UFC game, like, you know, certain things here and there. But in order to do all that, you know, you have to work even harder. And um, I know the challenges that are coming and um, I'm ready to take them. Abdul Karim, let's, let's bring our listeners back a bit. Tell us a bit about your journey from when you started till this this uh, UFC. Yeah, you know, I started uh, I started MMA very young. At 17 years old in 2012 and uh things were like exploding with me in the beginning like i was winning fights after fights and everyone would think you know each fight was going to be the last one that you know okay now he's gonna lose like okay this little kid you know it worked you know he was lucky a few times but now he's gonna lose and um you know i was winning my fights and i won the title my first year just knocked everybody out and uh, I was 100% focused. Like, since the day I started MMA, I knew this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Like, I knew, not for the rest of my life, but as a career, yeah. this is what I wanted to do. This was your career path. 100%. Yeah. And everything I did after that was focused for MMA. Like, wh where I studied university, what, what I majored in, like, where I lived, where I would do my training camps, where I wanted to settle... And, and, and live for like because I started off MMA in Jordan and I knew eventually because of MMA I wanted to move to the States that's where like the best training is so I would come here for training camps and scout where's the best gym not only for the current time but for the long term that's going to help me get there so alhamdulillah you know I, I was winning a lot of fights was gaining a lot of media attention you know was was on some really big shows in the Middle East and then um Long story short, I was signed to like a big promotion in the Middle East. I kept fighting over there, 
fighting some top-ranked guys. That was like the next level for me mm-hmm. where I started fighting guys from Brazil, from Europe, from mm-hmm. all over the world, and then I would just go through them. And then, unfortunately, I went through a rough patch after winning my title. I lost, you know, two fights in a row. And then, you know, that. so I won my title in 2018, and then I lost twice in 2019. Then I was ready, you know, to get back on my feet. 2020, COVID hit. So, you know, fights got canceled everywhere. And then um, I got a fight scheduled in August 2020. All of co- all through COVID, I was like the only person that didn't care. Like mm-hmm. I trained, never worried, n- never got vaccinated. None of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just never yeah, yeah, worried. Yeah. I wasn't reckless, but I was just like, you know, if, if something's <clears throat> going to come or going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, yeah, I wasn't yeah. reckless or you anything. You were focused on, on still. Your, I was just so focused on myself. Like I was still going <laughs> out. I was training outside, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And then on, on August, when I had a fight, I got COVID mm. on the same day of my weigh-ins. Like, wow. you know, I already mm. cut my weight. I'm ready to go downstairs for the weigh-ins. And they're like, your results from yesterday just came back positive. So oh, I had to oof. come back. But then they're like, it's okay. You know, you'll fight again in two months. Same fight, just same postponed. Fight, yeah. I was like, okay, no worries. Fast forward two weeks before that fight, I uh, broke my zygomatic arch from training. And it's always those two weeks before the fight, that last sparring session where something crazy happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know what a zygomatic arch is, but that sounds painful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that right is. right here, it might be light right now. There's a scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that. That, that was, that's where they entered. The zygomatic arch is somewhere here, right here. Okay. And it was caved in. So it, it went in. Oh, and I, I didn't even notice until yeah. after training, you know, like I'm looking at the mirror, just fixing my hair after I showered. And I'm like, what is that? Like, <laughs> I have like my it's face like is dent. caved in. Wow. It's, it's a dent. It's okay. a big dent. Okay. Now, by the time, you know, I went home, it was like an hour later. I couldn't close, open and close my jaw. Oh, but, you know, okay. s- straight after training, I mean, I didn't even notice what was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so that canceled my fight. Again, and they yeah. and the day they gave me a surgery date for the day of my fight that was supposed to be. So I woke up that morning that I was supposed to wake up for a fight two weeks later. And you went for surgery. I went for surgery. Sure. So it was just a lot of things that happened, man. It's like losses and surgeries and COVID. It sucked, man. For like for three years, I didn't win a fight, you yes, know. Yes, yes, yes. And it bothers you because as a fighter, like you you identify yourself as that. Like you're a fighter. You're the best. You're the toughest. And then. It it just puts you in a dark place um, until Alhamdulillah, March 2021, I got my first fight back, and then Alhamdulillah, ever since I've been on a winning streak, and I've made sure like you know every camp it's like everything's on the line, you know, make sure you don't lose this fight, so you do everything possible, and you put your trust in Allah that you know you're gonna get the win because you put in the work. So, uh, yeah, man, and then that takes us to here we are today. Alhamdulillah, finally in the UFC, you know, I had to sit down and watch all my teammates that when we first started together, no one was in the UFC. I was like the last one, you know, and it wasn't ever jealousy, but it was like, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm beating these guys. I'm, you know, like, the level is higher. I'm, I'm training more than them. Why are they in and I am not, you know? Just in like a, a way that makes sense, not in a jealousy way. It's like, well, I'm putting in the work, and you know, I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing. But now sitting, I now sitting here with you guys and just looking back, I feel like God put me through all of this to be ready for this moment. You know, yes, yes. maybe if I went in the UFC four or five years ago, I wasn't 
going to be you ready as I am yeah. right now. So, you know, I've I've been through a lot, man. I've been through a lot and I feel like now I really am ready to make my run. Like even this last fight that I had, I feel like I'm way more ready than I was from February. Just I feel like I'm a, I'm a totally different person. So. And, and and we actually seen that right in the in this fight. Yeah, yeah. Which was they called his nickname was the wrestler. The wrestler, yeah. yes. And yes, he actually was, didn't wrestle at all yeah. in this win, Is which always, showed yeah. his his all around game. And I know that that right there, I, I know it was like you were labeled to say that you can't do anything other than that. Yeah. And use that as fuel, internal fuel, to go out and really achieve that. And yeah. really overcome that uh, the obstacle or yeah. those that that just that the wording. That's the wording. Yeah, now, yeah. now the funny thing is, I started off MMA as a striker, oh, you know, really? and I learned wrestling I as see. I went. Now, uh, I, to be honest with you, after I lost twice, um, I mean, even before that, like even before that, I I used to wrestle guys well in fights, but after I lost, for my coach, when I lost my last fight. He told me to wrestle that fight, mm. and um, and I didn't, and I got caught doing something dumb. So he's like, "You see, you don't listen to me. You should have just took him down." So after that, you know, every fight was, "Don't do anything stupid. Just take the guy down and mm. beat him down." Like you're so good on the ground, why risk it on mm. on the top? You yes, know. Yes, yes. And then um, I did that for all those fights, and then leading up to this fight, it's like you know, Dana White is there. This is the contender. You don't just win. You have to put on an impressive performance. Like, there's guys that win their fights and they don't get signed. Yeah. Now, I didn't want to put that pressure on myself that I could still win and not right. get signed. For me, all I was focused on was the win. And I was still going to come into this fight and wrestle this guy. But uh, I trained so hard and I just got so locked in mentally that, you know, before the fight, I was like, you know what? Since this guy is so smart and he talks about studying his opponents and he looks at all my last videos, he's going to see that I like to wrestle a lot and I depend on it a lot. And I knew that, you know, I mean, even though I've been wrestling a lot the last few years, I've been sharpening my striking each and every camp more and more. Even though the fans couldn't see it, I was still working on it in the gym. Like I was getting better. No, we definitely saw it. Yeah. So I don't watch party. I was a bit worried watching the fight because I, I was like, I was like, him, take him down. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. But then you turned into Muhammad Ali in the, in the <laughs> fight. And it was, wow, you can really strike the guy and you danced and you moved. And it was and amazing no, actually, to see the, that. The, that the, the best part about it. So yeah. there's one or two things. First is like you had the guy completely on roller skates. Yeah, he had no idea. He had no clue what was coming. And that's like just, the psyche and you want him in that game the, the mental game so he even said at the end he goes I had no clue what was coming next on top of that I know uh, one of the things that was, was mentioned uh, on on the live stream that you were the underdog yeah and I we've seen like the the dark side come out you know you um, you know I guess sometimes when you're Odds are against you, and you are the outcast, or you're the outlier, or you're the, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're five, uh, five to one. Yeah, gives yeah. you that inner that's, strength. That's to, uh, you to mentioned it in your post, but you were telling me like this fight put you in like a like that dark yeah. place. Where you had to, like, as soon, really as soon, like when, when they <laughs> gave me this fight, I accepted it right away. I mean, it wasn't even a matter of am I gonna accept it or not. I was yeah. just like, yeah, that's it. Like he's the guy. And then I was like, you know, I was cool with it. I was like, yeah, he's a tough guy, but, you know, I know I'm going to beat him. But 
as time started to pass by slowly, like in the beginning, I started to understand the hype behind this guy. Like, oh, like everyone's talking about him. Like every time I did an interview, most of the interview was about him. Like, mm. so what are you doing different? So what is your game plan for this guy? I mean, he's such a well-known fighter, this mm. and that. And I was like, I mean, I haven't heard about him before this, <laughs> but, you yeah. know, and everyone yeah. just kept talking about him and it right. kind of bothered me like, okay, so everyone thinks this guy's going to win. And believe it or not, it, it did like two things. Like number one, it kind of made me a bit more comfortable. Okay. And also number two, it made me a bit more uncomfortable. It made me more comfortable that everyone thought he was going to win. So it took away the pressure for me like... To win. To win because that's like I already knew I was going to win. So it's like I already got a bonus for beating oh. him because everyone thought he was going to win. Oh, okay. right, right. You and know? Well, you just proved everybody wrong. Yeah, yeah, like I already knew I was going to beat him and everyone thinks he's going to win. So that made me comfortable. Like, okay, it's going to be nice when I beat him because it's not going to be like, yeah, we already knew you were going to win. It's going to be like, I can't believe you did that. Right. You know and what I, I mean? I, like, and I actually think that was the, was the game changer when yeah. Dana, I, I think he was like, Okay. He was impressed. Yeah, he was definitely he because was he even said that he's like, "All right, I, just get over here." He was like, <laughs> yeah. "You know, he's like, I, I don't, you, you know, come get your yeah. contract. You, you got your contract." <laughs> like, and the other part that made me a little uncomfortable is, so why isn't anyone giving me credit? Like, you know what I mean? Is he that good or that much better than me that no one's seeing what I can do? You know? So I was like, I don't just want to beat this guy. I want to make a statement. Good. You know? Exactly. So I made sure to train everywhere you know like top bottom conditioning because this guy like you know looking at his videos he doesn't really have a lot of holes in his game like mm -hmm. his pace is really high like he knocks guys out in the fourth round fifth round he's been to three title fights goes a distance and then he knocks people out in the end eight fight winning streak you know he's good on the ground he's good on defending the ground he, we saw um, that. You he know, wouldn't, he wouldn't yeah. let you pass that. Yeah, yeah. And then he knocks he knocks guys out. And it's not like he's knocking cans out. Like, yes. he's knocking good guys out. Like, mm -hmm. he's defending his title three times in a row. It's not like he's fighting on some, like, small promotion. No, it's a big promotion. It's a yeah. built-up yeah. fake record, you know? So, you know, just... I did a lot... Something I did different in this camp is I studied a lot of his tape. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And just because he puts it out there. Like, he posts videos a lot, you okay. know? and. Okay. He posts videos about what he does for fights and stuff. Like, I, I didn't watch any of his training videos. I didn't watch any of his just, like, video vlogs that he does. I, just, I, I watched his fights, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. I'd watch his knockouts. I'd watch what led him to these knockouts. And I noticed one thing is the he knocks people out when they stop moving as much. Mm. And mm -hmm. when they let him dictate they the pace, out. Yes, they when, you know, when he walks people down, mm -hmm. when he's in control, there was only one fight that he lost. And he fought at welterweight before. So he's mm -hmm. a lightweight welterweight. I'm more like a lightweight featherweight. So the one fight that he lost, even though he still did good in that fight, was someone that was able to keep a pace on him. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I know, alhamdulillah, that's one of my biggest strengths. Let's forget wrestling and striking. I'm I I I'm known for my pace, like I could just keep a pace on someone. So I was like, all right, number one, I'm not gonna let this guy make me tired, and I'm just gonna keep the pressure on him. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, that also goes compliment to your conditioning and your training. Yeah. So I mean, I had to train even you harder. Outlast, you outlasted him. I had to train that was even harder. a big harder, deal. He was know? exhausted. A big difference that I did this camp is I I actually didn't do 
cardio training mm. for like as in cardio like you know with weights or anything right. yeah yeah i did my conditioning through more mma training okay. like mm -hmm. my conditioning came through you know doing sparring rounds like back-to-back -back rounds wrestling rounds striking rounds mm -hmm. all of my conditioning came through just more mma instead of doing conditioning in the morning boxing pads mm -hmm. at noon wrestling at night i did like wrestling in the morning boxing pads at noon and then like mma at night nice. it's just i just switched up and i felt like it helped me you know more for this fight and uh alhamdulillah you know just everything went as planned i just decided to give him a look that he's never seen before from me because he said in an interview before he's like you know abdul's just uh he's a boxer wrestler He's a guy that you train for, you know, from the first day you entered the yeah. MMA gym. It's not anything really special. He's just good at what he does, you know? It's not like he's some Southpaw karate guy, mm -hmm. right, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that, like, stuck in my head. He's South not Paul some karate. Southpaw karate guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll do something that I've never done before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love how he took fight. it personal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> big. But you see, more than it was personal, it was just a tactic. 100%. Like, yeah. I, I didn't take it personal like it I hurt know, me, know. you know? But it was just like what fight. he's saying is, he's this. Right. It's not like he's <laughs> that. So, like, we're not even going to focus on that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be that, okay? Yeah. I'm going to be that thing that you're not expecting, all right? So I, I started to switch my stance a lot in training. Like switch yeah. my stance a lot. And I, I, we saw that. We saw yes. that in the fight. The yes, just, fight. just to like get him confused. Like I wouldn't even stay in my stance. I just switch it. I'd switch it sometimes twice in the same combo. Like I'd be, a, I'd be like orthodox and I'd throw a right kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd be orthodox and I'd lift my right leg and he thinks it's a kick and then I'd land in a southpaw position and throw punches. And then the next time he thinks I'll do that, I'll throw a kick or I'll just faint. Just and keeping I, You bet on every it. faint that you were throwing. Yes, because, you were frozen. Yeah. because by the way, just so you know, I would throw the feints as a res like to wrestle mm -hmm. and he would change yeah. levels or drop his hands and I'd throw strikes. But just so you know, if at any moment he stopped taking my bluff for the faint Take and he would stay and he would like, for example, he'd be like, oh, yeah, he's not going to wrestle anymore. He's just going to strike. So I faint and he doesn't go down. I would have took him Take down. Him down. If, yeah. He, yeah, if he if he started to gain confidence in his striking, I would have took him down. But even the way I was wrestling this fight. I wasn't like depending on my wrestling. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was just like, all right, I'm going to take you down to get those extra points and I'm going to hit you. Oh, you're getting up. You're getting up. All right, fine. Get up. Like it wasn't like, no, you have to stay yeah. down. And I like squeeze and burn out my muscles. Like in some fights before, like I wrestled people like my life depended on it. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, also we, you know, when we attended, uh, when we promoted and we, we sponsored the last three fights you had here in Dallas, your, your game, you won it on the ground. Yeah, entirely, pretty much. So that's you brought that into this fight. So they're like, he's gonna just continue doing that because that's how he won. I mean, your yeah. own fans. We thought you were gonna exactly. wrestle. We yeah. didn't expect you to. do I mean, it. I had to. I had to trick everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it like, was it's like in those movies. <laughs> I had to make other, sure nobody knew. I was sweating. I was really taking off, going crazy on that on on that monitor and watching <laughs> you. And I was like, Abdul, can you take him down? Why aren't you taking him down? And then you turned into Muhammad Ali, as yeah. I said earlier. And it was. You have to take Ahmed to the gym now. Look, it's like it's like those. It's like in the movies when 
you have to fake your own death to go do something important. <laughs> yeah, it like you so I had, to, I had to not tell anybody, you know, just in case nothing gets leaked. Actually, we, you know, right the, the, the day he was traveling. Yeah. Right. We when we saw you just to, you know, uh, oh, you know, just to, to, to send our wishes, uh, you know, with you and whatnot. We, we saw like even your. Your mentality, like you were just like, like we got back focused. in the car after we met you. Then we're like, damn, he's in a different zone. You're like in the zone. All, like, yeah. which, which I was actually like, happy <laughs> that you cut out all the noise. You actually, it was about you. Nobody was talking about Abdul Karim, so yeah. you had to talk. You had to be your your front and center yeah. of att- of your own attention, and that allowed you, I guess, to get in and just cancel everything. Because we asked you, how do you feel? You're like, you know, you didn't really want to answer. You didn't want to also. Get ahead of yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, you're good. Everything's fine. So you left us also in awe. You know, <laughs> it's funny, Paul, it's funny you awe. say that, that you you were like, oh, that's good. Because it's usually the opposite. People, people that, you know, that know me when I'm like energetic and I'm like yeah. in my regular self, they actually get worried. They're like, oh, I don't know if he's okay. You know, you know, like he, he felt kind of off, you know, cause, cause there's really two sides of me. Like my regular side that I'm always, you know, active and, you know. And then my my fighter side, and the closer I get to a fight, the more that side starts to come out, and that's why I really just kind of like close out everything and just be by myself. Because now you say something, and I'll reply energetic and I'll laugh, but closer to the fight, like I I won't laugh. Like it just it just won't be funny to me anymore because I'm just focused on the fight so much that that's all I'm thinking about. You know, like. Don't think about jokes. I don't think nothing else interests me. Like you know, so many he, things right now that are interesting the, to me. The first time that we we uh, we were, you know, we, we got to meet you in the first fight that we had, we were working together. It was like weigh-in day or the day after, and <laughs> you, you were delivering honest money for a piece of land. Yeah. And we we're like, man, you're not focusing on the fight. <laughs> you're trying to yeah. get get the piece of land and do all of this stuff. And then it was like so interesting to see the. Yeah, you know, I mean, person, yeah, like, what? Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that time your your mindset was different. It was like more relaxed and like yeah, calm yeah, and chill. Yeah. And this time it was just like, but this I think deadly. proves and illustrates to us that uh, Abdul Karim, you in MMA, uh, now UFC, and other athletes. If you want to be the best, if you want to reach those heights of 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 the highest in in your sport you have to be laser focused there is no way you can you can think of anything outside that box right and uh, i think what's amazing about your story is is you going through those hurdles in 2018 2019 2020 you as you said you were in a dark place but you managed to motivate yourself and and push on and and with all those hurdles, but carry on pushing, and and you got your first fight, and now at last you got your contract to to the UFC, um, which yeah. I think we're all proud of you and, and for we, that. We, and we we I I don't think you can ever, you know, we can never understand how you feel internally, but yeah. we we were like. No, we're, we're so happy, happy for you. Yeah. Like this Very was like so a, happy. Uh, you know, when you say like a dad moment, like yeah. you know, you're just yeah. proud of your, yeah. you're not my son. And, <laughs> and, and uh, only what's apart. crazy is the day you texted us that picture of the contender series contract. It just so happened the three of us were sitting in a room together. Yeah. And I know you were like, you know, don't tell anyone yet, whatever. And we were just sitting there and we were like, we were so happy for you that day, man. Yeah. Yeah. That day. And now, yeah. and now it to was, be on this journey with you, see you get this contract, and now inshallah to remain on the journey with you. And I remember from the beginning, I, I, I remember the day the first day that we we even looked at it looked your way in terms of uh seeing how we can support and i and i when we talked and we met and you know and i just shared it with uh 
with my fellow brothers uh, and partners, I said, we have to, this is like something that we, we will never, we, we never realize like the, the potential of the outcome. Yeah. You know, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to believe in you now because in the future, I mean, the, it's the sky's the limit. Yeah, no, I really appreciate the support, you know, because, uh, alhamdulillah, like, you know, since we've been together, things, things have been very great, you know. You guys have been very focused at your businesses and what you're doing, and alhamdulillah, I've been focused a lot. And we've just been growing together, and this is just the beginning for both of us. Um, but, man, like, it's not just the dark places that I've been through in, in those few years. It's, it's a continuous thing, like... Mm -hmm. Wallahi, man, people just see the result and they're just like, wow, that was that was amazing. You know, like, congratulations, you know, on to the next one. But they, they don't know the sacrifices and what it takes to get there. Like, it's 100%. a continuous sacrifice, yeah. continuous dark place. It's like, it's like dark place for three months, you know, or whatever. And then, like, you just get to see the light. And yeah. then I'm just like, mm -hmm. I mean, if you ask me two days before the fight or a week before the fight, when do you want to fight again? You know, I'll be like, bro, just give me a year break, you know, oh, like, yeah. give me, I need, I need some time off, like, to recover mentally and physically from this, because I would wake up, I mean, everything changes, I would wake up, go to training, training, and then go to a recovery center, which, recovery is supposed to make your body feel good, which it does, but for me, when I'm away from the house for a long time, like, by the time I get home, I'm, like, exhausted, yeah. After the recovery, I come back home, but I'm like training a couple clients. Then it's after that, it's time to go back to the gym. So there's no time where I just like sit and do absolutely nothing. And sometimes that's what I want to do. Like I just want to sit by myself with my thoughts and just relax. But this was just, it was just a full time job from morning till night, every day, just trying to get better, just trying to beat this guy. You know, it's like so much focus continuously. It's not just I've been through trouble few years ago like it's continuous, it's continuous man you just yeah. you want to give up sometimes you just you just want it to end you know those are like those like small moments but then you like you realize how much you want this how much you worked for it how many times you've been through dark places and then you br you dug yourself mm. out and then it's having that mentality of yeah, a winner like, and, and that's what you have yeah you have that strength you are you i mean you hear people say you want to be in your discipline, in whatever you do, you want to yeah. be an animal. You want yeah. to be the best. And and that's what motivates and you. And like right? nothing beats hard work. Yes. Yeah. I, I will tell you one thing, though, is that I got my confidence from winning this fight from like two previous experiences that I had very similar to this. And I just tried to compare everything that was leading up to this fight to those past two experiences. And I'm like, look, I don't, I mean... I'm not a believer that like, you know, like history repeats itself exactly, but I mean, everything is lining up exactly to how it's going to go. And subhanAllah, it still did because there was a title fight that I had in 2013 when I was still young. Okay. And there was a title fight that I had in 2018. And in each of those moments, it was the biggest moment of my life. Okay. Yeah. At that time. And in each of those moments, it was the toughest opponent that I fought in my life until that time. So I was the underdog in those two occasions, but an underdog in a way where people that didn't know me knew I was going to lose. And people that knew me 
were kind of like, you know, hey, man, we're proud of you no matter what. And I kind of hate when people say that, <laughs> you know, especially before the fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're proud of you no matter what. And I'm like, what do you mean no matter what? Like, <laughs> you mean no, in no, case no. I lose, <laughs> you're already trying to make me feel better after I lose? Okay, like, say, don't put that in my You know, like, yeah. no, like no, 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 we, we love you and we support you, you know, like, no matter what. And I'm like, you know, so... So I, even like, I, so I gotta make sure you kind of get that kids. pressure from the people that don't know you. And then the people that know you is really like kind of what, what gets to me. Like when someone, you know, all those online trolls and like, I don't even register that in my head, but it's like when someone knows you and they're like, you know, it's okay. You know, I mean, there are some fights where people would tell me like, you know, Hey, look, we love you. This and that do as hard, like train as hard as you can <laughs> <your> fight, <laughs> fight your heart out. But if he gets you in this certain position, just please, you know, we know you're stubborn. Just tap, you know, like it's not Whoa. worth it, you know. Yeah. I'm like, why would you say that, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're like a coach at the gym exactly. or something. Why would you? Why would you tell me that? So, anyways, everything was lining up that put me in that pressure, you know. That you know, I got injured two weeks before the fight, similar to another fight that I had, and I knew I was like, you know what? Not only am I gonna beat this guy. But it's going to be like a historic win. It's going to be phenomenal. And it's going to be a life changer. You know, and I said and all that before. And subhanAllah. It happened. It, it happened, yeah. you know. And then um, now, inshallah, just time for that like that that breakthrough of what I'm going to do in the UFC, inshallah. So, Abdul Karim, what is your roadmap now going forward? Like and now you're in the UFC. You want to have some fights. Also, now in your personal life, I'm sure now there's there's uh, things road inroads you want to make in in your financial affairs and in your in your investments. Sure. And so on. What what and do you have? And you're still really young. You're 28. Yeah. 28 isn't yeah. isn't super young for MMA. It's basically just entering your you're prime. Entering your prime. You know, yeah. so you have a good like maybe six seven years of being in your prime. Like this this inshallah right now is like the best combination of your physical abilities and your experience mm. you know when you're younger like you know 24 and younger you have just like that that energy and that physical part but you have less experience mm -hmm. when you're older you have a lot of experience but you're slower you know more injuries all of that so right now i believe that i just have that perfect combination of experiences and the physical abilities and just still getting better inshallah um, as for my personal goals is to basically make as much money as I can from MMA and use that like automatically into investments. Mm -hmm. Whereas one day when I don't need to fight anymore, I'm set and I don't have to yeah. fight for money. Like I never, I never want to fight because I need money. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. for me, fighting is a platform where I get to represent who I am as a person, as a Muslim. As a Palestinian, I get to send a message, you know, to the youth, to the world. I get to motivate people. Like, one of the few things that I'm using fighting for is, like, the actual fight. Like, you know, like, it's really a lot of things. Like, the way I train when I have a fight, the type of person I am when I have a fight scheduled. Like, it's it overall just makes me a much better person that I need to have fights all the time. So, I keep improving as a person, as a fighter, as a Muslim even. So that's why I need to keep fighting in my life. Now, for my career-wise... Um, What's the next step? The next the step UFC? for me is I, I want to get my first UFC win. Mm. And I want to build build a record. Like I, I don't just want to be under the radar in the UFC. I want to make waves in mm. the UFC. And I believe that last fight was a great fight for me. I mean, yes. it was the biggest fight in all of contender series history 
mind you, we're on series, we're on season seven. Yes, Each yes. season has 12 episodes. That's a lot of fighters. Yeah. Yes. You know, you have five yeah. fighters each episode. Uh, sorry, it's five fights, ten fighters yeah. each episode. So this is the biggest fight where they put two fighters that should already be in the UFC ah, fight each That's other. That's what a lot of people yeah. And in a lot of people's yeah. eyes, they put me, you know, as like a little bait. like As an underdog. Yeah. As the underdog, like, you know, for George Hardwick to just get in the UFC. Like, all right, you yeah. know what? Get in, you know? Or for me, it's like, hey, you think you really belong in there? Fine, beat this guy right here, the biggest prospect in all of MMA outside that, of the UFC. And that put you on the podium, right? Here. And it put me like my first fight in the in the UFC for contender was the main event. You know, Dana White and the matchmakers were right there, and I wanted to make sure, make sure that they they see who mm. I am, mm. not just see the fight. Like that was before, a statement. as I was in the cage walking in. Dana White and the matchmakers were on my side, mm. right behind me. So before George walks out, you know, I walked out first. I turn around and I look at Dana White and I'm like, watch me get this contract. I just said it like that. And, you know, he kind of like put his eyebrows out. He's like, all right, like show me, you know. <laughs> yes, and you showed it to him. And I was like, he's like, all right. And I just looked at him like, okay, you know, like just just make sure you're watching, you know, uh, which is funny. Cause like, it's, there's like nothing else for him to do except watch, you know, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure I got, I got in his head. Like I wanted yeah. to make sure like he's watching the fight and not focused on Hardwick. He's watching the fight and focus on this guy that just kind of yeah. called him out. Like yeah. the underdog believes in himself before the fight to a point where he looked back before he's supposed to fight. And he looked at me and told me, Watch me get that contract. Like, I know mm -hmm. Dana White's been in the game for so long that I wanted to get in his head before the fight. Because even walking out to the fight from backstage, <laughs> there's a lot of TVs, you know, backstage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just walking out, and I just kind of see these numbers on TV, like, you know, plus 500, whatever, on my name. I'm like, what? And then it's like, not, like, the numbers, like, to get knocked out in the first 60 seconds. I was like, are you serious? Like, I'm like walking out. It's like prefabricated. And, I, uh, and I'm seeing those numbers, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Just, you know, my coach. Just focus. Yeah. It's like a bad appraisal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then my, my I mean, but, but I have to give credit to my coach, man. Like, he's always motivating the guys, pumping them up. Everyone, except for me. He's just trying to calm me down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need you already so pumped up. I just need someone to calm me down yeah. and just get me focused. And it was so funny, you know, but you know that door where I push? Yeah. So I'm behind that door like, you know, three minutes before I walk out. And then he's telling me, look, Abdul, look. He's like, he's like, open the door a little bit. He's like, look, uh, this is where you're going to be fighting in like a minute. Just soak it all in. You know, easy work. This is just like the gym. Nothing crazy. Just relax. You know, stay calm. Stay focused. He's telling me calm, calm. He's like, this is, this is just another day of practice. He's like... No pressure. He's like, Dana White isn't there. No yeah. one's there. No pressure at all. And as soon as he says at all, my segment of that pre-fight video comes up <laughs> where I say, everything's on the line. You know? And then he just that's starts brilliant. laughing. Like, yeah. he starts laughing. Oh, that's brilliant. And apparently he didn't watch that part, that video before. So, you know, we're backstage. You're like, we're serious, right? Yeah. But he is laughing. And his laughing makes me laugh. You know what yeah. I mean? So even though that video is on and I'm talking about how serious... Then I see something about like, you know, when I was young, I didn't always look for trouble. Trouble looked for me. And he starts laughing. He's like, Abdul, that's so funny. He's like, that's so cheesy. How could you say that? You know, like, he's mocking me. He's making fun of me right before we walk out. And that's making me laugh. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know. So we give him a shout out worked. to your coach? Yeah, 100%. I mean, he gets all the credit, to be honest. Because, uh, I mean, even during the fight, he was controlling me like you would with a PlayStation. Like, you could hear him like, move right, move right. And I move right, move oh, left. Like, Because okay. sometimes, you know, I started to, to gain more confidence as the fight was going. I get more mm. comfortable. And he would bring me back to like humble me, you know. Which uh, which group? Which was the name of the the team? The the coach and their team? Fortis MMA Fortis, coach same, coach same, safe. Same, okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, you know, I started. You know, he he's always looking for that uppercut because he knocks people out with it. And every time he hit that, he'd go for that uppercut. I'd block. Yeah. And then punch him in the face. And then there was a time where I raised my hand. And I pointed to my stomach. I was like, come on, hit me. Yeah. And then he was like yelling at me. And then like in between the rounds, and he starts threatening <laughs> me. He's like, don't get cocky right now. Don't get cocky. Stay focused. Good for you. You know, he's like, stay focused because that's what's bringing you. That's what's landing those shots. Correct. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah, you're yeah, focused, yeah. you know? Lucky I wasn't in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a reason why I, I wasn't running. I think he heard part. you through the, the <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, yeah, alhamdulillah, you know, it was, it was a great fight. And... Uh, you know, people keep talking about the fight and how good it was to a point where now I'm like, all right, no more of that. Like, I'm just kind of blocking that noise because then I'm not going to let it get in my head. That's no, why don't. the more people start talking about the fight, the more I'm like getting back to training even harder. Yeah. I'm like, man, I like now I kind of shocked people. Now that's the standard already. Like now if I do that same performance again, it's like, all right, cool. But, you know, we've seen you do that before. Yeah. So it's like. I got to continuously evolve sure. and get better. And that, 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 that takes like even more focus and more dedication. Yes. yes. So, so that's, that's what I'm doing right now is I'm focusing on how am I going to evolve my game? Mm. You know, watching that tape over and over. Like, I watch my fights once or twice and I don't watch them again. This fight, I watch it to study. Where did I, where could I have done better? Okay. Now that I beat George Hardwick, where could I have finished him? Mm. Okay. You know, like okay. I was thinking yesterday, I was like, he thought so much about the takedowns, you know, he kept dropping levels. I was like, where would I have just went with a flying knee yeah. just down the middle? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I start thinking because I did, I did, I did almost everything except that. Like, I mean, I went for takedowns, yes. uppercuts. Yeah. I went in with like straight elbows, like straight elbows, like right those, to him. Yeah. And, and that was the game plan is move right, move left. But sometimes when you're trapped, just go straight at him, but like with something sharp that, you know, not, not like a punch where he could counter something where you're close and sharp. Yeah, and you yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of cut him in, you yeah. know? Um, and I did, I did literally everything. I even threw back spinning kicks that I kind of knew weren't going to land, but just to keep him thinking like, man, this guy is doing everything. I don't know what he's going to do next. Like the yeah, Swiss yeah. Army knife. And even yeah. though I saw Mortal that. Mortal Kombat combo. Like, like yeah, no, combo yeah. everything. <laughs> even though Attack I finish him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even though I, I saw that during the fight, like his eyes changed. Like I could just tell he couldn't tell what's going to come next. He said it to me after the fight, you know, when we talked. He's like, it's crazy. You read me like a book. I just couldn't, couldn't tell what you yeah. were going to do next. Every time I was trying to adjust to what you were doing, you changed what you were doing. Like, exactly, yeah. and it's so funny hearing him say that because he's literally saying what my coach was telling me or what I need to do. And like, you know, him telling me step by step what was going on in his head was what my coach was telling me step by step that I need to do to beat him, you know, because, you know, my coach is like, this guy's very smart. He's a vet. He's. He, even if you're beating him in the first round or you have you developed a certain style he's not expecting, he's going to catch he's up gonna to adapt. it. He's going to adapt. Yeah, he's going to exactly. adapt. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what MMA is about. But you kept him guessing all the time. So, alhamdulillah, I was able to do that. You know? But now, like, my next opponent, 
is going to see that I've wrestled. Yes. I can wrestle. And also I could strike. Right. So, you know, I still got to keep it like tricky all the time. So, oh, look at him tell us how how is the camaraderie between you and the fighter after the fight? Is it uh, So it? for me like, man, you know, especially this yeah. fight was 3 months. Like I really did not like this guy. I had to listen to his voice, to his accent, <laughs> watch his videos. His 3 months, everywhere. literally dream about him. <laughs> yeah. Dreams like Wake up from dreams. Sometimes I knock him out. Sometimes he hits me. Like in the dream. In the, like, dream. In the dream. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I'm just like taking an up and I just kind of like move. You know, like it's just those movements. Like right now, if I were like to just nap and I'm like thinking about fighting, George Hadrick, the dream was like a punch. Dream became a reality. Yeah, yeah, like a punch. You know, certain yeah. things that I dreamt of many different ways how I won the fight. I dreamt of like things that I did after I won the fight. Like just. All my mind just goes down to this moment, you know, and I like I know that if I lose this fight, like I know how much downhill it could go. Right. Like, you know, like I'm what am I gonna do Almost right like now? Starting from scratch probably. Exactly. Like I just lost in front of the guys yes. that are supposed to sign me, you know? Like mm -hmm. you could win and not get in the US. It's like an audition, right? Exactly. It's your here is a stage for you. But you, it's you either win. It's not like an audition that you know, if you lose, you're like, All right, they'll give you a chance. Right. No, no, you know? no, no. It's so so best case scenario if I lose is I go back and I start winning two or three more fights this year, like within the next year, right. and they throw me in the contender again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a teammate that's fighting in the contender series in two weeks. This is his third time getting in wow. there. He lost his first contender series. He went outside. He won some fights. Right. They put him on the next contender series. He won, but it just wasn't enough mm -hmm. for them to sign him. Okay, okay. And then now he's fighting again in the contender series, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. I asked so George, what is your plans after the fight? He's like, I'm going to take a little break right now, go back, fight, win, and then hopefully I'll get on next Again. year contender, you know? So for me, it's like, man, like, I can't lose this fight, and I don't want to. And, you know, you just you don't control the outcome. You control what you could do, you know? So um, and just... So when is, so when, is uh, when should we expect your next fight? Man, to be honest... I'm really hoping to fight in UFC Abu Dhabi. Nice. I'm hey, really booked, hoping to fight. We booked. We ready. I know. I know you guys are booked, and that is something I kept saying in my head that I wanted to say in the interview. Yeah. And then, like that whole week, those what, ten days. What did you days, have some buddies that I are forgot. booked already? <laughs> I I really wanted to say, man, that would have been the best thing to say. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's true. It is. Yeah. And I just right. forgot to say it. You know, it's it okay. just it wasn't meant to be. But inshallah, in the I moment, I forgot to say. Right. Like, no, I said, okay. you know, UFC Abu Dhabi, but like. I just wanted to say it <laughs> and I forgot. Like I just I just think it's such a cool thing because sure. I've said it in all the interviews after the fight. Yeah, yeah. I said it like in the post fight interview. I think I did I said it in the one when I was on the microphone like backstage the post mm -hmm. fight conference. I just wanted to do it live on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cuz it's such a it's such a cool like it's a big deal ESPN. You have guys yeah, that believe in you so much. <laughs> That they buy their UFC Abu Dhabi tickets as soon as you get your contender yeah, fight. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so and, I, and it's a non-refundable ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so you better you know? make yeah. Dana, where are you, Dana? <laughs> You're listening, Dana. So, you know, um, I'm really hoping, you know, because I got some personal things going on like in November that like I really don't you know, like if I have to travel for like certain events in November that are personal. Yeah. I can't fight really beginning December. I don't even want to fight late December. I don't want to fight any time. Like six months from now. You want to fight in October. When I, like, I, don't want, I can't travel. I can't do anything when I know I have a fight. Like Even if it's three months away. That's it. So, uh, we, so, uh, so we want you, uh, b before we wrap up, we want you to share with us uh, what 
you want to share with the world? Like, what is the what do should people know Abdul Karim as? Honestly, you know, I don't I don't just want to be remembered as one of the best fighters in the world. I want to be remembered as someone that never gave up. You know, someone that been through so much hardship and just never gave up and not only survived but came out on top and worked his way through it. Like, wasn't really helped. You know, no one helped me dig myself out in when I was in those dark places. Like I dug myself out when it was like really the worst. Mm. Now I was very fortunate to have good family, friends, and supporters that helped along the way. But really, at the end of the day, it's you that makes the decision right. that if if you're gonna get yourself out, because you could have a lot of people around you that are helping and trying to help, and you could just be whining and complaining and telling them why me and why this, you know. Um, so alhamdulillah like I was I was uh able to have that strength to to do it but also I was helped by people to just kind of you know not take me not take it personal when I would just like say things you know yeah. like you know put, help me you know keep going on my days that I I wasn't so good because mm -hmm. just because I was in a dark place and I dug myself out doesn't mean I was a positive every day or right. Or not every day, every, every moment of every day. Because I, I was almost bipolar to some extent, you know. I'd wake up and I'd say, you know, alhamdulillah, today's going to be a new day. You know, and you're good, you're good, you're good. And then all of a sudden, you're kind of by yourself and you remember like, mm. well, why me? You know, and then you're like, no, no, this thought is negative. I shouldn't even be thinking about this. No, I'm grateful. Look what I have. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And then like another day, next week, next month, you just kind of. Get that feeling low again. Sometimes it could it's be. It's a personal struggle, and, and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. To see how you fight with that, and and you and you create that mentality. Yeah. But yeah. also, I d yeah, very good that you talk about it openly because I think a lot of people have yeah. in their own personal life. I mean, yeah. people that are not fighters. These are things that people deal with, and hearing time, it yeah. from someone like you on such a big stage talk about it, I think that's I think really the, brave. The and most I think thing that helped me. To it. Yeah. I think yeah. the most thing that helped me was looking at what I did have. And uh, how fortunate I was, like, than people that didn't have what I had, you know? Mm. Like, at some point, you know, even though I had lost fights, some people really wished that they just were fighters, for example. Yeah. Even though I had lost fights, some people you know, didn't even have health. Mm. Or didn't have, you know, certain things that I, I had that we just take for granted. Like, I was like, well, I lost, but I still have two hands, two legs. I lost, but I'm not retired. I don't have an injury that retired me. I could still make up for it. Yeah. You know, I lost, but I was like, and, and things that like really helped was also like hope. Mm. I was like, you know what? This could maybe just be that chapter in the book mm -hmm. that, you know, makes the ending even greater, you know? Inshallah. You know, no, every story is not right. just. Yeah. So, you know, so alhamdulillah, like it took time. You know what I mean? It took time and. But it was also really hard because every time I felt like I reached that light at the end of the tunnel, like something would happen. You know, like I told you, the COVID, mm -hmm. the injuries. Because for me, those were like moments I've been waiting for. Like I could finally redeem myself. And it wasn't like for people. It was like for myself, like, you know. <laughs> and uh, alhamdulillah, you know, this is basically a message to anyone that's going through struggles that like it could take a day. It could take a month. It could take three years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Keep at it. Just keep at it because at the end of the day. If you give up, then you're 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 writing your own story. You just write the ending. Mm -hmm. If it's a bad ending, you made that bad ending. If it's a great ending, it's because you kept going and going until 
you you found that 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 chance you know and i also took time during those dark dark times to kind of keep myself busy mm -hmm. to build things outside of fighting that i would want to build later on so mm. um you know yeah. just do 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 positive things that could also kind of keep your mind busy sure. to gain that confidence back you know if if i couldn't fight because of covid and because of injuries then i i needed to build myself outside of fighting in a way to just kind of build build a good foundation for myself when when should our viewers listeners when should they uh expect to hear uh when the next fight is man I, is it we're all waiting uh, we're all waiting together all i'm waiting. with you guys on the same <laughs> boat. so stay tuned so we got to check in and log stay into tuned. Every, everyone just message yeah, dana mean, white on twitter and instagram yeah, yeah. fill up his inbox yeah. stay stay uh you know stay updated on my instagram so by the mma um, but really, it could be today, tomorrow, next week, next month. I mean, I'm hoping if it's UFC Abu Dhabi, I'm hoping to find out within the next two weeks. Wherever it is, wherever in the world, we are with you all the way. And it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on our couch today. And Abdul Karim, uh, we wish you the best. Thank and you. Allah SWT keep you yes. healthy, safe amen, amen, uh, amen. on your on your next chapter and, and keep you on the, on, on the yes. path and, amen, 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 and, and to help amen. you, uh, you know, to and, and uh, you know to allow you know your faith to continue to uplift you and to share with the rest of the world, you know, mm. all the amazing sure, stuff that you're doing, you're involved with, and you're a great guy and a very personable, and everybody enjoys your energy. And we're really happy you joined sure. us here today. No, we're lucky to know you outside of the ring, yeah. and uh, we love you, we support you. And we're excited to go on this journey with you, inshallah. And then there's a lot we didn't talk about outside of the ring. So next time we will talk about, I know there's a lot of, we got to get into the grilling and the cooking and the yes, behind yes, the scenes sure. stuff. Yeah, we yeah. Get into Guys, that so next stay time. tuned because this is just part, part one. Part two. Because we'll we're, we're not going to let this guy go. Inshallah. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.